Well, well, well. Hello, everybody. Here we are on uh, this new version of the Blind Mike Project. I am producing today. Um, I do have Matt from Rhode Island with me as uh, really just a, another pair of ears to, to talk to. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on? I kind of feel like uh, Pesci and Goodfellas showing up to be made. <laughs> well, no, it's, I think it's the opposite. I think you're stabbing for, like, Craig, Craig in the back. Really? From me. Yeah, but I feel like Craig's going to come up from behind me and get me with the piano <laughs> wire. <laughs> Not at all uh what you know obviously uh last night was a disaster i thought craig did very poorly i try i, I didn't really know what to, i'm not good in those situations you know i'm uncomfortable with it and uh sympathetic to him because yeah. uh i am also not good when i'm uh you know the focus of any negative attention i you shine a light on me and i disappear so yeah uh, I'm sympathetic towards it. I get it. But it was a uh, piss poor performance, I thought. And then, as uh, everyone heard at the end, which was definitely serious, because usually when there's a big announcement on the show, I wait till uh, the very end when probably no one is listening uh, to make it. Uh, Craig resigned. So is that real? Huh? That was real? Oh, yeah, sure. I would always I would always wait till the very end and do a half-assed, so you resign, right? And then he says yes, and then we end the show. So hold on. So what was your last interactions with him since yesterday? Have you talked to him at all today or yesterday? Um, last night, he said, people think I actually resigned, and I said, just ignore it. Because <laughs> oh. I thought it would be funny that uh, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't realize uh, Chris was going to talk about it on the show today. I mean, I guess yeah. it makes sense that he did. But um, I knew that you would be on here. So I just thought it would be funny that if the next episode people see you, that they think he's gone. <laughs> I didn't think anyone thought I was serious when I said he resigned. First of all, this is not something you resigned from. <laughs> this is not this is not a high-ranking position position that you send your letter of resignation. You just don't show up one day. Yeah. This is like goodwill hunting. You just disappear. Exactly. Yeah. Just and I'd say, wow, I've been waiting for that. And in many ways, I am. Ben Affleck and that I've been waiting for Craig not to show up for some time. He's going to see about a Jerry. <laughs> yeah. So I oh, thought yesterday it. was a, a very poor performance. I thought Kirk, of course, nailed it on the head. Thank you, Kirk. Uh, I will say, Chris, I was kidding <laughs> when I said, and eh, new guys starting tomorrow. I thought it was so obvious that that was a joke. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, you know, <laughs> and I can blame my uh, poor sense of humor, I suppose, but I don't like the, uh, you know, the vice principal attitude where, you know, I asked him a direct question and he was less than honest with me. He was, the man was not <laughs> forthright with me. Yeah. I don't know. I was fucking around. I got this morning. I got Steve from Providence in my text telling me that I'm stabbing Craig in the back. Oh, you Rhode Island guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just assisting. I cut. Oh, clips. I assume, I assume uh, Craig will be back. I hope so. He's great on the show. You guys are great together. I love the show with you guys. I've made you say that, and I appreciate you sticking to the script. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a gun set up off, off camera. Well, the problem is you are, in a way, auditioning for Craig's job. So do keep that in mind. Okay. Because Hello. there is, I am, I am down on Craig, and there's an element of, like, I, so uh, I appreciate the time that Craig puts in, but I'm also sick of saying that. Like, I'm sick of having to, like, I don't know. I told him when the show started that uh, I couldn't pay him at all. And then every month I've given him not a lot of money, but more than 
10% of what I make from Patreon, you know? So I, I don't know. Maybe that's a, a shit deal that I, but it's what I can afford. I use yeah. Patreon to uh, pay my rent. Thank God. And uh, the other thing I didn't like is that I just mentioned it pays my rent and I'm fully aware that that all comes from Kirk. Like the people that subscribe to this podcast is because I'm on Kirk's podcast and he has me on. So uh, that's enough. I have no reason to take anything else from. So I kind of hate the shit that I see on Twitter from Craig of him. You know, this campaign to be the president of the Minifans, it seems that he's running, (laughs) you know, like waving his arms, trying to get attention. Um, And, you know, I understand hustling, but I think there's uh, some tact to hustling. You know what I mean? You can do it without uh, fucking kind of spitting in people's faces. And and I don't think he means to do that ever, but I think he should also be a little more aware of how he comes across. So that's been my big... That's been my big issue with Craig overall. And then yesterday I thought it was, and he was not listening to me. I, maybe I did a bad job. You tell me, Matt, you watched it. Yeah. Um, I tried to stop him <laughs> because at every turn, I thought he was making the wrong decision. I yeah. Well, the, the first wrong decision the... not to play along with yeah. the joke. I thought it was the wrong decision to bring up his kid. Everything he did, I thought was bad. Did I, was no, I mean, that's the that first I thought clip. that was the wrong move. Yeah, that's the first clip they played on KMS, I think. It was like yeah. you being like, oh, well, hold on. Don't don't go down this road. Don't do that. Don't do that. You kind of like and I, I think it was just I mean, I think it was just out of a place of a, of emotion for Craig. Like, of course, like he was yeah. saying, like, this is a thing that, you know, this is what he's been kind of building to do to get out of what he's been doing. And I totally get that because it's something that similar that I'm doing. Um, I'm doing it for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, right. So so I, I do totally get that. But I think that he just uh Maybe missed the mark a little bit, but he came back down. Did you hear him? He called in today. Certainly. Oh, so that's, uh, I should note, Matt's first great production work is uh, he sent me a message before the show and said, you know, you should probably listen to KMS before the show. Oh, I didn't think of that, Matt. Thank you. If it wasn't, yeah, if it wasn't obvious. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's an excellent I'm, note. Well, once you see my my articles that I pulled in, my my news that I pulled, you'll see that I was really grasping at straws today Okay. for, for, <laughs> stuff, for stuff for us. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I thought Kirk obviously nailed it on the head. I thought Chris, it was odd how angry he was, even though none of it. Yeah, it seemed like he was personally upset by it, which I I did. I found it funny. So uh, that was enjoyable. And then my other one gripe was with uh, Dave Cullinane, who presented me as this uh, stumbling boob (laughs) who thought that Craig was going to make five million dollars a month. Yeah, right. What right, I said right. to Dave was, that's the number he told me. And <laughs> Dave goes, is he really making that? And I said, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I did not make up a number and say, yeah. hey, Dave acted like I was a child that said, uh, oh, how much is that car? $12 million? <laughs> how, how like, I don't know what money bana- is. <laughs> how much could a banana cost, Michael? $9? Was that from the rest uh, of this pizza was cheap. I think it was forty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of miscommunication going on. But I think the. I think you're right. I think Kirk nailed it on the head. And I think that. Uh, I mean, it, it seems like I, I didn't get through the whole episode today, but I got up to the part where where uh, Craig called in, and it kind of seems like it's just you know seems like he's allowed back in Saco now. 
Supposedly. So, we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah, That's we'll see. Why well, I, I do hope that everything goes well with you and Craig. I hope you guys can well, work Well, my personal thing out. is I don't necessarily want him there with a giant, very good show t-shirt. and. <laughs> you know. Well, he was very good about that. He, uh, oh, no pun intended, but, you know, he, he didn't want anybody with very good show shirts on at the, at the Kirk shows, um, which I get as well. But, well, I'm sure that it's a massive influx that he had to stop I, from. I got to tell you, at Socko, the last show, the one that just happened, I... I was like, I went up to introduce myself to you, but yeah. Was I rude to you? No, not, not at all. Totally not at all. I was like, I was talking with Tim and um, I just was kind of standing there and I didn't know when to interject because everybody would just like the etiquette of like waiting to like talk to you was I was just like standing like, you know, neck near you, but you know, a little bit far away, but people would just like be cutting in front of me and just like going up to talk to you. So I was like, you know what? I'll just wait. And I'll uh, I'll go find Craig, and then I came back over and instead yeah, of yeah, because I only talked to you for like a minute, so I didn't know if I was uh, you know disrespectful. My yeah, guys. I know you you had you had your whole line of fans waiting, so I didn't want to hold you up. I just wanted to introduce myself quick, and then uh, yeah. And uh, Matt from Rhode Island, by the way, from Vaulted Podcast that we mentioned, yes, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, which we will be recording. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll be recording. Why are you laughing? From there, I believe. Oh, no, we're recording. We're sticking to that day. I well, think I'm just saying, good, unless right? Craig has signed me to some contract with a <laughs> 550 Studios or something. I won't have it. Then I come with it then. Okay. Good. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm coming along. All right. Very good. So, yeah, that's, we have a studio secured in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. So, if you guys do do this sort of thing, then uh, check them out. Yeah. And, um, oh, I get, well, I guess, you know, this has, of course, potential to be the free episode today. So, I just want to make sure I mentioned to you guys. My friends from uh, twotours.com are good friends that uh, have federally legalized hemp that they can ship all around this great nation of ours. And you get free shipping and 10% off if you use promo code Mike. That is my name, M-I-K-E, at checkout. You can check out the disposable vapes, the Delta 8 gummies, and all the fantastic products that these veterans, these two Afghanistan veterans, provide to you. Uh, out of the middle Tennessee area. So if you are in that area, you can check out their retail store. But uh, for my money, the easiest way to do it would be to go to twotours.com and use promo code Mike at checkout. You're supporting supporting veterans, you're supporting myself, and uh, you're supporting the people that support this program. So uh, go out and show them what the gearheads can do, huh? Yeah. I I bought one of their D8 disposable vapes, the uh, pens. What, uh, what flavor did you get? Uh, wedding cake. Oh, was that? I think that's the one I got. How did it taste? I it was good. I mean, I'm not usually for a ta- uh, you know, not really like a flavored. Well, know. I only asked that because that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, this actually tastes very good. Yeah, now we're just I, doing it, an infomercial for them, yeah, right? No, <laughs> and I, you know I, what I, else I is great about them? <laughs> <laughs> it was great, and they were super fast shipping, and of course, it was free because I used promo code Mike. Yes, very good, and ten percent off as well. So. Uh, I don't know. Any other takeaways from you? I don't want to do an entire recap show, but no, I think everybody's going to get their fill of it between yesterday on KMS to, you know, your show yesterday and yeah. today on KMS. I think everybody's going to get their, their feel for it. Uh, Craig yeah. will be back. Uh, I hope he will be back. Um, I believe so. Yeah. So to summarize, I'm, I'm, uh, I am down on Craig, but that's been festering for a while, <laughs> but I'm also sympathetic to his situation. So, at a, you know, I, and I'm not a confrontational guy, so I try to avoid that shit as much as I can. But yes, uh, speaking of not confrontational. Yes. So did you listen to Tom Segura on Rogan? I started it. 
And I didn't. Re- so right out of the gate is that uh, vaccine comment. So I got, I've, I'm a, a, about 15 minutes in and then uh, Kirk's podcast dropped. So I got to that. Yeah. So you got to the part where Tom's kind of like begrudgingly telling Rogan that he got vaccinated. Um, I don't or know if I hit that. Or he's yet. getting vaccinated. I, I, I don't. Think I just so. think it's. I just think it's funny because obviously Rogan ha- has come out on his stance on the vaccine even after yeah. getting um getting sick. But I just found it strange that like Tom is kind of. He was like kind of like sheepishly telling. Well, Tom's Joe, scared like, of Rogan. Oh, I think. I think so too. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at. But he was kind of like, oh yeah, you know, well I was you know, I'm touring and it was just easier if I just got it. And my it was like his his brother-in-law or sister-in-law like as a nurse and she was explaining to you know to to him that he should get the vaccine for these reasons he's like oh and so i just got it but he like wanted you could tell he wanted to glaze over it as quickly as possible which is weird because i don't know rogan as a vindictive guy maybe he is behind the scenes which is kind of the worst that's the type you got to watch out for is a guy that's not like that on air and then behind the scenes is like fuck this person you know right so i don't know if rogan's like that at all and tom would be worried but by the on air relationship it seems they have i'm surprised he would give a fuck and maybe that's the difference between like la comics and new york comics because uh whoever you know like uh jim norton's crew or the legion of skanks guys or whoever would be relentlessly just busting each other's balls whereas the la guys are like are you sure that's okay with you like is this acceptable yeah i i kind of felt like that uh tom tom was like he said it but like you know joe had come out and said that you know, if you want to get the vaccine, I think it's good for you. I don't think that some people need it. He was talking about how young people, healthy people don't need it, whatever. But I think that because Tom got it, maybe his on-air person, uh, Joe's on-air personality would say he doesn't care who gets it, but maybe his friends and things like that, like behind, you know, behind closed doors, maybe like Joe's like one of those, like, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Like, why didn't you listen <laughs> right, to, right. you know what I mean? Why didn't you just listen to what yeah. I've been saying? Like, if you were just healthy, you know, you'd yeah, be well, fine. that would be stupid. Although he does kind of come off. It's funny if you ever listen to Tim Dillon talk, because yeah. uh, he'll talk to Rogan will talk to Tim Dillon and just be like, uh, "Oh, well, you just get a personal trainer and do this and that and this and that." And it's like that's not, <laughs> just not how everyone operates. Hey, everyone yeah. doesn't have a hundred million dollars. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, just in general, yeah. that's not everyone's not so focused on vitamins and supplements and jujitsu and deer <laughs> hunting and. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was funny too when he was like explaining like so he got sick and he was explaining what he did, like what his regimen was. And he's like, I just threw the kitchen sink at it. Yeah. I was like, well, that's great for you, but I don't I know. Like, do like I can't have, I can't turn to my wife and be like, Hey, hook me up to a vitamin B drip, please. I feel ill. You know, like I, you bring, you bring up uh, an interest. I, I meant to get that. Cause you are, you know, in a way, uh, stabbing Craig in the back here and trying to steal his job. <laughs> no, never. So I wanted to know, you mentioned you are married. I am yes. Let's let's say you were to do this podcast, the amount that Craig does it, which is fairly, uh, you know, at least three times a week plus pre-recordings and that sort of shit. Yeah, uh, that he's on. So um, would that interrupt your? Would that ruin your life the way it has uh, evidently ruined Craig's? He said that yesterday that uh, he's ruined his life for 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 me apparently. So I guess I'm <laughs> I supposed do. to harbor that. <laughs> I, I do get where he's coming from, but I think that the only the only thing on my end would be that I would have to find, you know, I'd have to figure out the schedule in my own because I'm, I'm, you know, I just left uh, a full time gig kind of like going out on my own and doing uh, some independent contract work, not necessarily podcast producing or audio producing at, at all, but some other stuff. So I would just have to find time with myself. I, my wife's very supportive when it comes to that stuff and she kind of gets it. I've been doing this 
I've been doing podcasts and, you know, things on the side for a while. Right. So, you know, she, I'm sure she wouldn't super enjoy me piling another thing onto my plate that would take time yeah. away from me being with her. But I think she would understand. I'm also paying uh, rent for a studio that's not like in my house. So, you know, I'm <laughs> right. pouring money into that. So if she hasn't divorced me yet for that, then I think, uh, I think, we yeah, you know, I think, right. the, I think the big difference is some, uh, someone who has known you like the entire time you've known your wife, you've been interested in this shit and getting into it. I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. So I think the difference is, you know, when you're 30 years old, just suddenly deciding I'm going to devote my life to it, that can be a jarring thing for a wife yeah. to be like what the fuck are you talking about you know yeah whereas like when alba met me she knew that i was uh just some fucking loser that one that was just gonna do this <laughs> and so she's like all right i guess <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we we met back in 2013 and back then i was even doing a, a podcast back then it has morphed into the one i do now with my two buddies but yeah the we've been doing nobody's. it for a long the average nobody's correct which is not um, a, is that weekly or what the hell's going on? It, it is weekly. It's been it's been going weekly. We had a, a a spell there for a minute, and Craig was trying to drum up some uh some angst between me and my co-hosts, but uh, everything's good, and we uh, we do do it weekly. We are going to be recording tomorrow night, uh, so it'll be out Monday. Yeah, the phrase uh, "torpedoing my marriage" I felt was a little strong. <laughs> well, I mean, but you're right. Like him, him not like him going from you know, not being interested in it at all to building a studio and doing very good show, which I, I do like very good show as well. Um, and, you know, and doing all that, like going from zero to a hundred um, can be a lot, but you know, he's, he's going after it. I mean, he, he thinks it's worth the risk. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a hustler, but like I tried to explain, if I'm ruining your fucking life, then don't do it. You know, you don't owe me anything. It's okay. You don't want people to ruin their life over you, Mike. I'd rather they, well, you know, I'd like it if they did it willingly, but if you're going to whine about it. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. So Tom Segura, I just wanted to bring that up quick. I don't know if you, I, that, that was really the only part I wanted to bring up. Other than that, it's kind of like the normal another, Tom uh, and Dave, uh, Tom and Joe podcast. Yeah. Well, another, I guess two other notes from the world of comedy when it comes to uh, COVID was I saw today that uh, Pat Oswalt canceled yep. a bunch of gigs in uh, Florida and maybe Alabama. I forget the other state. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fl- yeah it was, uh, let me see. I got, I got the article right here. Uh, yeah, two of those states. With, with, you know, Florida and Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah. Florida and uh, Salt Lake City. So. Oh, Utah. Really? I didn't know they were. I, I didn't know they were like that. I guess Mormons. You never know what they're going to do. Yeah. Right. Um, my question for you on this is. So I, I found this article and then I was looking on Twitter for like reactions and it's obviously like kind of a, a, a mixed bag, but the ones that I, that jump out at me that are strange are the people that are like applauding him for doing this. So like, does that, it, does it need applause? That, that was my, that was my whole take on it was I have zero issue with Pat Oswalt canceling his gigs. If they're not going to follow how he wants things done, he's big enough to swing his dick around and say, well, then I'm not doing it there. Yeah. What I don't like is that I do think on some level, Pat Oswalt is like, Aren't I a hero, guys? Like, look at the great thing that I did. And yeah. And everyone just gargles his balls over it. Yeah, it's like it's like all the people too that are like they kind of like like all along have been like not rooting for the virus, but they like they love that it it happened. Like they, you know they love that it's like you know it, it's come to these moments where like he has to do this and stand up for you know whatever. I don't know. I yeah. just I just don't think it's an applause moment, applause worthy moment. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's what goes back to the Rogan thing, because as I, I didn't hear Rogan when I said this yesterday, but Rogan said the exact same thing I did. He goes, why isn't CNN pointed out that I was fine afterwards? Hmm. Like, why are they making it seem like I, <laughs> I'm sickly and dying of COVID? Yeah, right. Uh, so, but, like, I think yeah. back in the day, it would have been, and, and by back in the day, I mean, even like five years ago, I think it would have been, oh, this worked for Joe Rogan. Maybe it won't work for me but I'll ask my doctor about that. And now it's Republicans say that this yeah. works and Democrats say that it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> like that's and not, all, yeah. You say trust the science, but the science isn't just what one uh, voting party thinks. They also totally um, twisted the ivermectin conversation because there is an FDA approved a human ivermectin dosage. Yeah. And and thing. I mean, people are also pulling it off the shelves of tractor supply, which is not great, but they didn't make it sound like they like, you know, like they weren't they were making it sound like Joe Rogan was taking horse dewormer, which is what he wasn't. He was not doing. That's uh, the media does have a good way of uh, they know what they're doing. Like horse dewormer does like ivermectin sounds medical. You're like, oh, geez, that must cure you. Whereas horse (laughs) dewormer conjures such an image. Yeah. In college, I used to use uh, mane and tail shampoo. Like it was like they sell it at Walgreens. It's very cheap shampoo that is also for horses. You have a very and, thick mane on you. <laughs> I do not. I am bald. Maybe that's why. Maybe that probably maybe. You probably tore your fucking hair out. <laughs> but it was very cheap in this huge bottle, and it was called mane and tail. They sold it at Walgreens, and it's you know it's for horses, but I, it was also human use, I guess. But like you know well, that that reminds me again to go back to uh, yesterday's show. Uh, as you know, since this is the Blind Mike Project, I was not able to see Craig. And kudos to Chris for bringing this up because I didn't see it. Did yeah. Craig really have his hair slicked back and was all dressed he, up yesterday? I don't know if he had his... Well, he definitely had his hair done, but he also, I think he got a haircut. I commented live. I was like, nice haircut. Got a haircut for the big meeting. So I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell if it was slicked back or not. I was watching on my phone. Yeah, but yeah, he definitely got I'll a haircut. Go back and, I'll have to go back and look very closely because I... I always picture him just in a hat, but I never, yeah. I don't actually see him on this. I don't you know see what the, him right now. Right. It will. Yeah. No hair, but maybe the, uh, maybe the hat was what threw me off because he wasn't wearing a hat, but yeah, I noticed that he, he had, he was doing something different with his hair. Oh, all um, done. Looking, looking very dapper. Well, Mr. Geary, uh, you're not meeting your, your numbers here. <laughs> we lost subscribers early this month. What's that about? <laughs> also, so the I, I was listening to the show the other day. The he was talking about the bloodletting of the August Patreon subscribers. There was just a huge exodus. Not really. So it's every month. There's just uh, card declines and shit like that. Oh right, right, right. So this month it dropped. Uh, like I think August the podcast grew the most since it started. So it oh. also dropped the most. So it was a jarring. Like thirty people left the Patreon. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit! And then slowly, like. Even that day, you get like, you know, of that 30, like five or six back mm-hmm. immediately. Because it's usually just people that like their card declined because it's uh, it expires September 21 or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, that's another, you know, boy, Matt really keeps, Matt knows how to, uh, uh, he's doing a good job of pushing Craig out. He keeps getting me riled up about him. <laughs> no, I love Craig. I do love Craig. <laughs> the one other uh, thing that bothered me is like, there's no... There's no sense of, listen, this is not a professional operation by any means, but there's no sense of like, he kind of shit on what the sponsor, like what our, our guys at two tours paid at one time. 
and he'll shit on like the, and it's like i don't know man like there's a way to do things but when it involves a sponsor that's still, like i don't mind you shitting on the podcast or saying the podcast sucks which i also think is a weird take for the producer to have but mm. you know i think it's like um i've gr- i've learned to be b- more accepting of that uh, from just people on Twitter and shit, but I also don't know if I want the guy producing the podcast to also think this is a, a some worthless shit show. You know, I'd like at least yeah. that guy to be inspired to make it better. Yeah, I get that. Um, so moving away from Craig, but the other day on the show, I uh, and that's very uncomfortable <laughs> we'll, when I do. We'll that. be we'll be back. We'll be back to Craig. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> on the other day on the show, you were talking about you wanted a way to watch the NFL games right on their own without having to do YouTube TV or anything like that. Well, I cracked. So don't tell me you have a solution. No, I don't have a solution. I was going to pivot to something else, but what was your solution? I'm curious. I have, uh, I just got YouTube TV. Okay. I mean, you know, you can do three TVs with that. I have YouTube TV and I share it with two other couples and you can only have three TVs going at once, but we, that's all we ever really do. I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the problem, Matt is the bitch in the other room. (laughs) I tried doing that the first time because Bravo. uh, her brother wanted to use it, and uh, her old roommate, like one of her best friends, wanted okay. to use it. And I said, great, we'll split it three ways. And she was like, I can't ask them for money. Oh, yeah, you I was can. like, they're stealing our cable, damn it. <laughs> it's, it, it, it there's, there's an easy way to get your friends to pay you for it. It's they, you tell them that, you know, you can have your own login and everything, and you can have your own DVR. So you just be like, let's split it. And it's like 20-something yeah. dollars a couple and, and it's easy and, you just venmo each other every month it's not like you have yeah. to come to my house and demoralize yourself you know yeah right and it's like it's too, like i do like i said i do it with two friends and we all you know we we really only do it for football my other than football yeah um i do watch dancing with the stars but uh <laughs> my wife my wife likes like bravo and shit like that but i don't like other than football i'm not watching youtube tv so it's fine having it on one tv in my house i don't care yeah. um yeah anyway, i'm really speaking- to use it for football but i am now i will watch that show impeached the clinton thing oh oh which i heard no buzz or reviews about by the way is that the fx show yeah so i thought that would I- be on hulu the next day but they have some deal with netflix where it's just going to be on next year i guess oh that's weird yeah um, so speaking of that, there's a, uh, Monica Lewinsky was being interviewed by Fox news mm-hmm. and brought up that she is also in it, with this. She also has a, a documentary coming out. Um, I don't know if it's coming out next year or later this year. Boy, called they beat 15, you over the head with these things. I mean, isn't it insane? 15 minutes of shame. This documentary is called, and she's exploring obviously what that implies, but also cancel culture in the United States. Oh, interesting. Monica's my gal. Yeah, I mean, it's just exhausting because it's the same exact thing they did with OJ, where OJ, the OJ thing came out on FX, and also they released that forty-seven-hour uh, documentary on ESPN. Yeah, it's like, hey, remember this? It's like, yeah, we, you know, I'll be interested in it because I was a kid when that happened. Yeah, you know, I was what eight years old when Mon- seven years old when the Monica Lewinsky, and you know, three when OJ happened. Yeah, so probably. About I'll be that, interested right? in it, but. You know, I think that their target audience probably won't eat, will be like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's what the people versus OJ Simpson was. Ah, I remember that. I just think this is really being tugged out like far. Like this is just all like no pun intended. (laughs) Right. I just think it's, I just think it's strange. I also think that like, yeah, Monica Lewinsky has been great. Like she's handled it great. She's been, you know, and I'm sure she went through hell, like absolute hell. But I think that everything is like flipped 
and like yeah, well, everybody yeah, is. You're right. She came from the era where, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't the majority of people, but there were certainly people like you slut. Right. <laughs> and now that would never happen. You know, I mean, maybe yeah. from pockets of the world, but yeah, there's of course there's small amount of people that would still say that, but it is totally done at 360. And so I hope that it's this 15 minutes of shame, which like right on the nose, like, um, <laughs> and also like, is like, I don't know, kind of like ricochet shot at Bill Clinton. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just hope it's not like turn doesn't turn into like a soapbox type thing. Cause I don't know if I need to hear that from Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. I don't know. And that's what, I mean, the show and the fact that she produces the show, I mean, maybe you'll get a perspective that you wouldn't have if she wasn't there, but I also hope it's not like, although, you know, in it's a weird case where usually I like with the Jordan thing, I'm like, oh, well, Jordan's producing it. It's just going to be fluff. Uh, yeah. But you get so much pro Clinton shit, like the media loves the Clintons and all that shit. So a flip, a bias in the opposite direction might actually be a good thing. Yeah. I'm curious to see how much traction it gets, uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, in the, in the news. Cause again, this is, this is a article article I found on Fox news. Yeah. Didn't, didn't find it anywhere else. No, of course. <laughs> well, um, I'll, 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 I'll check it out. The other, uh, speaking of on the nose, did you watch the, Many Saints of Newark, uh, second trailer. Oh my God! Are you talking about the baby, the 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 comment by the grandmother or whatever? So I loved the trailer. I thought the trailer was great. Yeah, I thought it was very, you know, again, very well done. And I really, all the trailer is is, do they pick good music or not? <laughs> right. And yeah. I, you right. know, I thought they picked good music, <laughs> and uh, it, it looks pretty cool. And there were a couple things that are like, eh, like when he goes, uh, "I'm pussy." It's like, just yeah. save that for the movie. You know, we'll, yeah, you don't have we to, know. We're, we know these guys are going to be in it. You don't have to wow us. <laughs> well, maybe it's for people that it's like, oh, oh my God, his name yeah. is Pussy. But that was fine. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But then at the end, you knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. Where it's like, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> so he, he sees uh, Christopher as a baby and he goes to like do like the, the baby talk shit and yeah. the baby starts crying. Christopher starts crying and the grandmother, whoever is, like uh he can what is it what is the line it's like he can uh, you know babies they, can they say babies when they come out can see from the other you know read people from things they saw on things. the other side or something like yeah that. right which is just totally a, a ridiculous um which line makes to put me in there. worry about the movie because the sopranos is the greatest show and breaking bad's my favorite show ever sopranos yeah. was 10 times better at this than breaking bad of letting you <laughs> realize things yeah not beating you over the head with like boy you know how in the future you kill christopher yeah it that that could have been and maybe and also too like i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt to the to the movie because this could also be one of those like tricky um trailer cuts yeah where the actual scene is a lot different and this is just kind of like to get because some people wouldn't like be like, oh, oh, do you understand the reference? Yeah, of course. Right. Like you, it's they're beating it over my head. I don't need that. But maybe some other people need that to see the movie. They, so they might as well have said, oh, it's he's reacting like in the future. He's going to, you know, get on drugs and bother you and you're going to kill him. <laughs> hey, Tony, do you choke him in his own car in the future? Wouldn't oh, that be funny? This kid sounds like he's got a future drug problem and he kills his fiance. Yeah, and he's fucking up the business. What are you going to do about it, Tony? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> I do like, uh, you know, I mean, the tiny little bits you see. Michael Gandolfini seems good as Tony, uh, young Tony. Yeah. I can see in his face. 
I can yeah. see I can see Tony Soprano in the in his face facial expressions in the trailers. He does he does a good job of uh, the cadence too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm only being accused. <laughs> like uh, yeah, yeah. hey Christopher, <laughs> like the sh- the the way Tony talks, he does a good job of capturing that a little bit. Yeah. But I have my that scene, and they wait till the very end to hit you with it. <laughs> it, it yeah. That made was the first time I was like, oh boy, this could be bad. Yeah, record scratch type moment. Yeah, but I'm, I'm still, but obviously, still, and I'm thinking you are too. I'm very excited. Oh yeah. Uh, and the one thing that does give me faith is I know uh, I heard David Chase was pissed off that. So the title of the movie is "The Many Saints of Newark," a Sopranos movie, mm-hmm. which David Chase was like, I think people will get it. We got right. fucking Dickie Maltasanti and Tony Soprano in the trailer. I think they'll yeah. figure it out. So well, he was pissed at that. Yeah. So at least that, there's little yeah. things where it's like maybe maybe the marketing is going to be bullshit. But I think yeah, I think you're right. You know, so, definitely. I mean, that's that's the marketing department. Like like we know like like people love the Sopranos. There's not going to be a problem getting people to go see this movie. Like yeah, yeah. So I had a couple. I had a couple other things, but I'm curious your. Uh, you're lit. You're you know you're ripping off Mike from Very Good Show today, and you've got a list assembled. <laughs> I have a list. But I want to get to uh, it. So yeah. So um, the other thing I was looking at today that kind of threw me for a loop was that Ed Sheeran is uh, collaborating with the NFL. Do you know about this? No, I don't. <laughs> so on NFLShop.com, you can now buy Ed Sheeran cross NFL hat. Hats, shirts, and jackets that just say she- in huge letters, Sheeran with 2021 uh, NFL logo and kickoff. That tells you everything. Everything that's wrong with the NFL is encapsulated <laughs> right there in what you just told me. <laughs> I know. It's so, and just to use the obvious analogy, I mean, for, I like Ed Sheeran. Like, I like some of his music. I have no issue with him as an individual, but his fan base is like young not the demographic that appeals to the NFL. Yes. So clearly what they're trying to do is appeal to that audience, I guess. Absolutely. Which means that if you buy an Ed Sheeran fucking (laughs) t-shirt, then you're going to watch the Steelers. I don't understand how that translates, but the, the, the impulse to do that versus letting your fucking ego take a back seat and partnering in some way with Barstool. Tells you everything you need to know about Goodell and the, the way the NFL sees themselves. Like they want so badly to be mainstream. And it's like the yeah. honest truth of it is everyone that will watch the NFL probably already is. Yeah, no, you're probably no right. Gonna discover it now. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, right. It's very marginal. The amount of people you can maybe get to swing over there. And it's not going to be the Ed Sheeran fans. Like you were saying, it's not going to be those people like what like these are going to be. I would guarantee. So there's a jacket. It's like a varsity jacket with buttons on the back. It says shearing where like a player's jersey name would be. And it's two hundred and forty nine dollars. Jesus Christ. There's a T-shirt. I'm sure there's a T-shirt that's fifty dollars and there's a hat that's thirty dollars. And then they also just have a a football, an NFL football also for one hundred and thirty dollars that doesn't have his name on it. But um, these will be severely discounted come two months from now. These these will not sell. (laughs) The only people that are buying these are buying it as jokes. No, no Ed Sheeran fan is buying this like PFT commenter is buying one of these jackets because Uh, that's a funny bit. I don't, 
I don't. Th- I personally don't think it is. <laughs> I don't you know, think it's I that mean, funny a bit. But well, you know I mean, what? In a weird way, my analogy just fucking imploded. Because if PFT commenters do going to do that, then some people at Barstool will be like, oh, that's cool. And then they'll buy it anyways. So I forget that the bar, Barstool is kind of a marketing machine for the NFL because they have to be. Yeah, right. For, so that yeah, is probably why the NFL like looks at it and says, well, why the fuck do we have to be nice to them? They're going to cover but us. But I mean, you don't think that even if PFT does like wears one of these on a, on a, on a um, pardon my take or does some video on Twitter. I mean, that's not going to sell more jackets to the Barstool no, fans. No, probably like, not. That's not. I mean, gonna, a couple gonna... of douchebags will buy it and be like, sure, funny. right. <laughs> but yeah, right. I mean, I just find it. We, I, I don't even, if I was a, I'm trying to think of like, so I'm a huge Aerosmith fan. If Aerosmith came out with a NFL jacket, like a page, cause they're from Boston. Maybe it was a Patriots cross Aerosmith jacket. I don't mm-hmm. think I would buy that. I mean, I'm not a Pats fan, but I don't think I would buy that. If it was I, just I don't know why you would. You just buy Aerosmith shit and you'd buy Patriot shit. Yeah. I mean, you don't just, need to I, tell people everything about you on one t shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't Very know if you like, hey, stand up comedy and podcasting and <laughs> stock market. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those shirts that has like all the names, like on it's like it's like just this and this and this and this and this, all the names like they do for the Wu Tang clan. Yeah, it's like the roll call. But I j- it just found it very strange that this is the this is the cross promotion they went with for kickoff. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? I was thinking about this today, though. It seems like for whatever reason, I don't know if Barstool started this trend or what happened, but it seems like uh, merchandise is the way to go now. Oh, definitely. I don't know if like companies aren't making money on advertising or it's just that they're making more money in merch. But like I saw Andrew Schultz today uh, put out a shirt for women that says heavies across the tits, which is pretty funny. (laughs) I can't imagine a lot of women are going to buy that, but (laughs) (laughs) but it dawned on me like, oh, now every comedian has their own merch, Uh, like barstool. Like that's probably after gambling. Their main focus is T-shirts. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's a reason that Prez, like, well, I mean, they let uh, Caller Daddy walk, but he made sure that they got merchandise. Right. Like, there is a reason they are monsters with merchandise. Merchandise, they, like, these shirts are not expensive to make in volume. And so they are selling a crazy amount of merch. I mean, they, that's always been their number one thing. It's like, get the merch up, get the merch up, get the merch up. Yeah. And I, who uh, saw that and, and thought about it today, have one plain t shirt and one plain hoodie up. <laughs> at teespring.com slash blind mike which is the first time i've promoted that in months (laughs) doing the most that's right you know at least you know merchandise is number one it's just very cocky of you not to i've got my finger on the pulse of america i just don't (laughs) utilize it at all (laughs) yeah so very strange maybe like in the coming maybe every week it'll be a different weird celebrity like maybe next week they'll like i don't even know who who would be a, a weirder combination than ed sheeran in the nfl like i Whoever they have singing the song this year, if it's fucking like, yeah, Harry right. Underwood or Faith Hill or whoever they've had do it. And Ed Sheeran could be doing the halftime show tonight for the kickoff. And, and, and it's still and and it still wouldn't make sense. It still wouldn't make any sense. No, but you know what? I bet if we looked at the numbers, like I bet their halftime numbers go up substantially. Does it make their money back? I have no idea. But yeah, it, I bet they go up substantially having that as opposed to having you know, Terry Bradshaw and Howie Long break down the first two quarters. Yeah, you're probably right. People like Ed, like Ed Sheeran fans would tune in for that because it's not football. It's a, it's an Ed Sheeran concert. Yeah, or if I'm watching the game with Alba, I'll keep it on because she'll want to watch it rather than just click around. You know, I think that's yeah. the most likely scenario. Yeah. But, uh, what else we got? Anything? 
I saw Howard Stern. Uh, uh, that's, I meant to throw that in with the Patton Oswalt shit, too. Yeah, I, ha- I have that as well. So Howard Stern rips vaccine. Um, he says, fuck, fuck their freedom. I want my freedom to live, which is a wild statement from Howard Stern, who basically lives in his house in Florida and does everything from there. Right. Like, well, what is he who, I mean, who also who also ran for governor on like a, a, a free speech and fucking uh, use your guns platform. Yeah. yeah. So just he's totally gone. He's totally gone um, 180. Uh, well, I mean, that's obvious. We've talked about Howard Stern on every show. I've done it on Kirk's show and this show 10 million times. I think everyone knows that he's sold out and just changed as a guy. But what stuck out to me was I think he ripped off Kimmel from the other night. Did Kimmel say the same thing? Kimmel said essentially the exact same. We played it last night. Yeah, he was He was like, he oh, had those so sorry, die. Of, yeah, just let them die. And then I think Howard maybe heard that. Yeah. And said, Ooh, good idea. Yeah. That's totally the, ridiculous. If that's, and, you know, I'm just putting that together. But if that's true, that's the saddest part of all. It, it's It's been beaten like a dead horse. Uh, but, I mean, he it's so sad what he's become. Like, this is, it's just, uh, what a stupid, uh, it's just so stupid. I don't yeah. know. It, you know. I don't, I think maybe Kirk mentioned this, or I don't know who I heard talking about this, but, like, I think about it a lot now. Where like what's Howard Stern's last show gonna be like? It's just he's gonna, gonna be able, he's gonna have one and he's gonna be able to do whatever he wants. And like before, it would have been crazy, you know. He'd have a big live audience and former guests, and you know. Yeah. And now I think it'll just be like a. It's gonna be like Francesa. Francesa's never gonna have a last show because he'll always he'll always have that itch to want to do something, and he, there'll always be people willing to pay for him to do it. Yeah. That's, that's the formula and he'll just keep doing it. And there won't be like this big last, you know, quote unquote last show. And, and also like he's cut ties with so many people from the old show, like what the show used to be. Oh, most of them, except the ones yeah. that work there, which is ah, like he has this loyalty to Gary and Fred and Robin and these people, even like Richard yeah. and Sal have been there for like 20 years now. Yeah. So yeah, he does have this weird loyalty to people. I don't know what that's about. But I always just enjoy the image of like going to my dad or whatever Howard Stern fan in you know 1988, yeah, and saying like, "Hey, in the future, this guy is going to be fearful of leaving his home to play chess with the neighbor." <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck he's talking. Go next door? Does he to play chess? Where is that? Also, how extreme is it for you to say, "I want my freedom to live"? Like, I, <laughs> right. that's such an extreme statement. Like. <laughs> such an extreme statement also in the climate that the world is in right now like such an extreme statement to say i want my freedom to live dude you are a fucking multi-millionaire if not billionaire like you have plenty of freedoms to live however you want and play online chess if you're that scared (laughs) yeah right but but yeah you're right it's like the the only rights we have are like choosing what we want to do. So you can choose to take medicine or not take medicine. You don't have the right to not give people hospital care. Yeah. Based and, on, and it, yeah. Based on their fucking political linings. And in the article, he brings up how, when he was a kid, he, um, you know, he had to get vaccines. Like we all have to get certain vaccines. It's just the way things are for, you know, measles and yeah. all that. Well, I, I don't even, I've thought about that a million, like, cause I'm not vaccinated yet and mm-hmm. I probably will be. At some point, because well, I'm going to travel in two months. It's it's pro- honestly it's pro- well, you were I think you were saying it on one of the one of your shows a couple of weeks ago. It's probably just easier for you. It's exactly. probably just yeah. easier to just like do it 
and so you can travel easier. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where like I'm I'm not afraid of it. I, ne- I never was. Yeah. Uh, but now it will be easy. It will make my life easier. Whereas before, I didn't know what the fuck it was. It didn't really affect my life in any way, other than having a few people be like, "Yo, you're a real piece of shit." Oh, great. Yeah. Right. So other than that, it didn't. Buy- and now it's getting to a point where like, okay, my life might be a little more difficult without it. So I'll just get it. I'm not afraid of it. I don't think it's poisoning you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm not a fucking conspiracy anti-vaxxer or anything. It's just like, why? And I've always said this about uh, my eyes. If today they say, hey, we have a cure for star guards. Hmm. I'll be like, okay, I'll give it a week. Yeah. You know, I'll see how the first few guys make it out and then I'll get it. So yeah. it's kind of the same idea with this, you know, and I think that's how people should be kind of, but you know, do what you want. Well, I'll tell you what, if you, if you ever go on the Rogan podcast in the future, don't tell him you got it. Or he's going to be very disappointed in you. That'd be great. He's just like, take some, uh, Take some fish oil, man. Just take some fucking vitamins. Listen, just hook yourself up to an IV 24 hours a day. You just want all the vitamins in your system at all times and you're fine. Well, he'd give I would fine. I would Shane Gillis that episode if I was ever on there <laughs> so badly. I'm like, whatever you say, man. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I always sometimes I think back to that to that uh, that joke that he made about I was like, I'll be fine. I'll just go on go on the Joe Rogan podcast. And there was just silence. Just and we talked about it before. I think about it all the time. Like I how I think about like previous things that I've fucked up and I just like want to die inside thinking about mm-hmm. how I handled certain situations. I think about that. And I am, I am like, uh, I am like physically upset for him. You get, like, yeah, you get hot. <laughs> you get yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh God. But my uh, favorite from that exchange, my favorite line um, was after the podcast, like Shane said this on his podcast where uh, they played pool afterwards in the studio. Yeah. And uh, Shane said something like, you know, he was trying, he was kind of just trying to like interact with him, I guess. So he asked him about certain shots. He's like, I oh, think this is the best shot or whatever. He goes, I don't really know what I'm doing. And Rogan just kind of pauses and looks at him and goes, pool's a difficult game, Shane Gillis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. It's just a bizarre thing to say to someone. It's very bizarre. That was Joe Rogan being like, all right, I think it's time for you to leave. I think, <laughs> yeah, it's, right. I, I think it's time for you to go. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Anything else, man? I've I've enjoyed this episode. I feel like we got along pretty well. Yeah. And you've, you know, you begged to come on. You said, "Hey, I, I think this Craig guy is no good for you." Stop. Please stop. Don't and I said, I, I said, I like Craig, but it's interesting. You make an interesting point, and we'll try it out. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously, anytime you need me to fill in, I will. I will. Uh, I will help out wherever needed, and I will still be clipping the show, clipping the shows. What has Craig uh, done to you that you're this afraid of him? He's standing right off screen right now, glaring at me. <laughs> it's been great check out vaulted podcast matt does a good job with our clips every week and uh if you do a podcast go check out vaulted podcast and matt from follow at matt from ri on twitter yeah check and, me out there uh, i have all my other stuff linked and uh make sure you check out twotours.com use promo code mike for 10 percent off and free shipping on uh that federally legally federally legalized hemp <laughs> I feel we, I'm not so sure if I'm supposed to say cannabis or not. I feel like they didn't give me enough instructions. I feel worried that I'm going to get them in trouble in some way. Well, it's it's uh, it's not CBD. It's it's a psychoactive thing, so it's gonna it's gonna get you high. And it did get me very high. I went to a wedding last weekend, and it was nice because per- sometimes I don't like to drink a lot, but exactly. it did the job. It oh, well, did that's the what job. I say. It's the perfect uh, social lubricant. You're not gonna. No one's ever uh, humiliated themselves from cannabis the way you do with alcohol. Yeah, I would agree with that. 
Um, and I guess that's it. Maybe this will be the free episode. I'm feeling that confident about it. All right. So, all right, cool. Um, buy a blind Mike t-shirt merch is yes. huge. Yeah, go do that. And, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. We'll see if Craig is back and you know what? Uh, if you made it this far in the podcast, you're clearly a devoted gearhead. So let me know whether it's on Twitter or on in the comments on Patreon or wherever you want to let me know. Uh, let me know if, if I'm too hard on Craig, not hard enough. If you think I should allow him back, whatever your thoughts are, let me know. Cause I feel like this is a, a decision we can make together as a family on uh, patreon.com slash blind Mike. Oh, and if this is the free episode, sign up there, patreon.com slash blind Mike as little as $1 a month. If you don't feel like getting emails, then uh, sign up for the $20 a month tier. <laughs> <laughs> and uh five and ten i would re personally i'd recommend the five and ten dollar tiers i think those are the best bang for your buck but uh do whatever you choose patreon.com slash blind mike if you like the podcast and uh we will get out of here no music this week because i'm producing that's craig's greatest strength <laughs> i think uh goodbye everybody <laughs>